This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, it seemed back in August, folks, the Greenpeace and their allies had finally gone too far. It's a group that's known for its stunts, but this stunt they pulled in August, dangling from this bridge, an important bridge in Vancouver, They were there for 36 hours, seven people dangling, another five that were helping them. Uh, It seemed as though maybe finally a message was going to be sent. This was a dangerous stunt. Uh, This was a stunt that disrupted traffic on the waters below, disrupted traffic on the bridge, uh, put the uh, individuals in danger. The effort to get them down was, was a difficult one. It was all a very costly situation. This is the kind of thing that, that we just can't stand for. It's one thing to, to peacefully protest, and you should be able, whatever your views on pipelines or any other issue, uh, to be able to, to peacefully gather and, and let your views be known. That's what a democracy looks like. But this is going too far. And so, sure, Greenpeace did it for publicity, and uh, knowing they would get arrested, maybe they were going to milk it all for even more publicity. But a very strange decision yesterday, North Vancouver RCMP announcing that charges had been dropped. In fact, the RCB had recommended counts of mischief against all 12. It was the B.C. Prosecution Service uh, that declined to approve those charges. A statement released to the media, quote, after a thorough review of the available evidence, uh, the BCPS, the B.C. Prosecution Service, has concluded that the charge assessment standard has not been met for any of the individuals arrested at the bridge. Does that seem weird to you? They were all there. We all know it. We all saw it. Uh, They were very proud of what they did. There was no question about who was involved here. It it seems like a a slam dunk. I I don't understand it. So I think the concern going forward is that we're sending a message that this kind of thing is okay. That if this is what you want to do to block pipelines or energy infrastructure, then go for it. I mean, maybe if you have a different cause, maybe you would end up facing criminal charges. I, I hope that's not the deciding factor here. So it is a reminder of what it is we're up against in, in trying to get this needed infrastructure built. Uh, groups that are prepared to go to great lengths to do whatever they can to try to stop all of this. Well, joining us for some reaction to to this decision this week, but I also want to find out as well about an important rally happening in Calgary tomorrow. Very pleased to welcome to the program our friend Cody Battershill, uh, founder and spokesperson for Canada Action. Cody, thanks so much for joining us here today. Welcome to the program. Hey, Rob. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're very familiar with Mike Udima and Greenpeace. In fact, you've tried many, many times to, to debate Mike Udima. He'd rather dangle from bridges than, than debate you, I guess. Yeah, it's sad because Greenpeace is truly all subs are part of me it's all stunts and no substance and that's why i don't think mike Kadima can actually put his messaging to the test joining me and you or any other host whomever he would choose 
to actually debate these conversations. It's just a sad day for Canada, again, that we are not enforcing the rule of law. These people hung from a bridge, disrupted traffic, disrupted marine shipping, legal business, putting the lives of first responders potentially at risk, and now there will be no charges. What kind of message does this send? Yeah, a very concerning message indeed. Uh, and, and Cody, as you say, I mean, you, you've you've offered to debate Mike Udima. I've offered to to provide a platform to that. But you know, when you look at the kind of stunts they're willing to pull, I mean, you know, should we reconsider that? Is is this somebody? Is this an organization that deserves that kind of a platform? Deserves that kind of attention? We need to shine a light on the disinformation and fear mongering that they spread. It's all that they know. So we can look back. Remember when they hung off of the Calgary Tower with a sign that said separate oil and state? Yeah. It's funny because the only country in the world that is subject to complete pipeline export obstructionism from groups like Greenpeace is Canada. They ignore the countries exporting oil to Canada and North America and Europe from countries where it's truly there's truly no separation of oil and state because the government owns all the oil companies and produces all of the oil and there's no transparency and, and there's, there's no clean tech, renewable human rights leadership comparable to Canada. So there's a real disconnect between what they say and what they do. It's all about stunts and it is, there, there's no basis, there's no interest in, in having a factually informed conversation. Yeah, even in Canada, they seem to take a much different view of exports uh, than they take of imports. Well, exactly, Rob. And you know what? Canada has imported more than $120 billion worth of foreign oil at global prices since 2012. Today, this morning, the main benchmark for Canadian oil is at a $50 discount to what they, uh, to the benchmark in Texas and an even further discount to the global benchmark. So there's been a campaign since 2008, Greenpeace, Pembina Institute, Sapporo Berman, these people are all part of it. And the campaign strategy was to landlock our oil and gas and make it sell for a discount, and they have been successful. That is why groups like Canada Action and others are trying to lead the charge for a balanced conversation to get everyone to speak up, to be positive, to be fact-driven about how important resources are to our economy, to all of the small business owners, all of the public sector employees, government revenue. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Equalization and transfer payments coast to coast and to the people that directly or indirectly work in our fair trade, clean tech, world leading, environmental protecting, human rights supporting oil and gas sector.
Yeah, and we've been hearing the news lately, Cody. I know you've been following it just about the massive discount that our oil is facing because our, our existing pipelines are at capacity. We need new pipelines. We need Transmount. We need Keystone XL. We need Line 3. Uh, we're leaving money on the table every single day that we don't have them. We're leaving a massive amount of money on the table. It's more than $50 million at the current discount. I think it's closer to 100 actually. There's a recent letter to the editor from a gentleman in Seattle that was published in the Vancouver newspaper uh, we've posted it many times on Canada Action on social media. The best line from this is, we marvel at your generosity while doubting your sanity because blocking Canadian oil will have no impact on the global environment, uh, no positive impact, I should say, no impact, positive impact on the global climate. And we're giving the United States roughly $100 million a day. So who wins when we can't compete globally? The United States buys our oil and gas for a discount and other oil and gas producers, conveniently ignored by Greenpeace and friends, they sell to Europe and Asia and India uh, without competing with Canadian barrels, produced to a higher environmental standards. If these groups actually cared about what they say, they would be taking a different approach. They would be opposing foreign oil tankers. They would be opposing other oil tankers on the West Coast. People don't realize that if you actually oppose Trans Mountain, you're putting the environment at increased risk. Because there's going to be more oil by rail, there's going to be more foreign oil tankers on the West Coast. Vancouver's actually been importing refined petroleum products. Yeah. Where are the protesters? Simple question to highlight the, the conflicting message and the conflicting actions of these groups. And by the way, Cody, I mean, as frustrating as it's been, uh, it's been on the pipeline front, we did get some good news just recently uh, regarding LNG development, this massive LNG Canada project in uh, NBC, the pipeline, the port of Kitimat. I, I mean, this is good news for the energy sector in Canada. I mean, it's, it's frustrating that, that some projects seem easier to get done than others. But your thoughts on, on just how important that project is? Well, we have to remember that we all win when the sector's strong and that the sector, you know, whether it's oil sands or natural gas or conventional oil, we're all in this together. So it's a fantastic announcement that LNG Canada is going ahead. It is disappointing we didn't see more projects go forward sooner, but we'll take what we can get. And let's now build on this. So we're going to have thousands of people back to work, thousands of people employed by this project. It will eventually get Canadian in about three to five years, get Canadian natural gas, uh, some of the cleanest natural gas in the world that will be arriving in Asia. So we need to see more LNG projects move forward. We need to see governments create regulatory certainty, make sure they're focused on competitiveness so that we can get people back to work and we can create social spending revenues and tax revenues that truly funds our quality of life. Well, let's talk about regulatory certainty. Bill C-69, and this is going to be the focus of the rally happening tomorrow in, in Calgary, Cody. Um, the, the Liberals claim that this is about improving the regulatory process, but a lot of people have a lot of concerns about the potential impact of C-69. What's the concern from your perspective? Well, first, I'd like to say, Rob, that Canada Action, we are fact-driven, we are positive and we are nonpartisan. So we will challenge policy, but we do not challenge parties. Mm -hmm. Because one plus one equals two. It doesn't matter who you vote for. When it comes to the energy and resource economy, it doesn't matter who you vote for. You should be looking at the facts, looking at the math. Again, one plus one equals two. So our issue with Bill C-69, with Bill C-48, with other regulatory changes that are happening is we're seeing a lot of very smart, very informed people that are job creators and direct investors in the energy and resource sector with a lot of concerns. 
uh, on Twitter, Kent Hare, you know, talking about how Bill C-69 will be good. And unfortunately, I don't think you can say you care about the energy sector and you care about the millions of Canadians that work in our resource sector if you're not willing to adjust your policy and if you're not willing to listen to the head of the Canadian Energy Pipeline Association, if you're not willing to listen to the Indian Resource Council, who represent 130 First Nations, who have come out and said that Bill C-69 will be bad for First Nations economic interests in trying to participate and grow their uh, level of economic partnership and participation in our oil and gas sector. So you can't say one thing and then not listen to the experts and just pretend that that what you're doing is all rose is all roses and it's all good because it's not so we're concerned with bill c69 because we obviously in the last 10 years haven't built a single new pipeline and what we do not need is more uncertainty we've seen investment managers on bnn we've seen bankers and companies and a lot of people expressing concern that this will create further uncertainty further uh delay you know, there's concern that people who have no direct interest in these projects will now have a, a further platform. Let's not forget, in 2013, an ENGO, Environmental Non-Government Organization, out of San Francisco was bragging that they generated most of the negative uh, uh, letters sent to, to our National Energy Board to block Northern Gateway. Let's not forget that in 2006, a massive U.S. foundation was gifting money to the Pembina Institute to block a tanker on the northern BC coast. We already have enough issues in getting pipelines built and in, in an interference from a fear-driven, uh, factless perspective. We need certainty, not further delays. And that's what Bill C-69 will do. It will create a longer process with less certain outcomes that is bad for investment. It is bad for creating jobs for Canadians. All right, so this is uh, set for tomorrow. Hopefully the weather cooperates, but uh, when and where, Cody? 3 p.m., McDougal Center. We have a broad, uh, uh, we have a number of politicians that have said they're coming from a variety of parties. And uh, we would encourage, last time we had a rally here, we had several thousand people out. We're hoping to make it bigger. We would encourage everyone to be heard, participate in our democracy, contact your elected officials once a month on whatever issue is, is, is on your mind, but be a part of our democracy. The soft-spoken majority have to continue to speak up and thank you for your support of, of our movement, Rob, and for everyone that's listening. We will continue to fight back and to promote the truth. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.